Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim. Sallallahu sallam. Ala nabiyina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in ma ba'd. So continuing with the chapter Rubba Muballagh Awa'a Min Sami' We're still under this chapter heading saying of the Prophet ﷺ wherein he said perhaps the or it's possible that the Muballagh the one who has knowledge conveyed to him Awa'a Min Sami' and he comprehends that which he heard from him better than the one who heard it in the first place or the one who conveyed it to him and so we're still under this chapter heading and we're still reading from the explanation of Sheikh Zaid Al-Madkhali Rahimahullah Ta'ala <clears throat> for those who are following the Arabic text then we came to page 67 now yani we stopped when the Sheikh he mentioned how there has come a severe threat in the Quran from Allah concerning those who withhold and conceal knowledge those who withhold and conceal the knowledge from the people <clears throat> and the chef also he mentioned after warning from that and after bringing verses number of verses and hadith uh, in yani um, in, in relation to that topic the sheikh he also mentioned how the <coughs> the way to knowledge is a su'al is by asking and he mentioned how the uh, scholars would say that al-ilm khaza'in knowledge is like locked treasures mafatihuha al-asila its keys are questions meaning to, to, to open these treasures these locked treasures and to acquire this knowledge then a person should ask <clears throat> now fala buddha min as-su'al and so the sheikh he mentioned that there, yeah, it is necessary to ask وَسُؤَالُ النَّاسِ لِلْعُلَمَاءِ بِلِسَانِ الْحَالِ وَبِلِسَانِ الْمَقَالِ Sheikh, he mentioned that the way in how the people ask the scholars is in two ways. لِسَانِ الْحَالِ and لِسَانِ الْمَقَالِ لِسَانِ الْحَالِ is when someone he asks, but he doesn't verbally ask, but he's asking through the situation he's in. His situation is almost like he's asking a question. And it's almost like his situation is speaking to us or speaking to the to the scholar. While well, he said is that is the actual verbal asking of the tongue. So the Sheikh he explains in, in further detail and he says, The tongue of Al Maqal, meaning when a person verbally asks. That way of asking is when <clears throat> um, the the people they they pose their questions to the scholars, mushafahatan either verbally, verbally, or muharraratan. Muharraratan meaning yani kitabatan. They they write their questions down. So this is the lisan al muqal when a person he he verbally with his tongue or via a writing he puts a question forward so it's a question that, that emanates from him whether it's verbally or in written form well alim yujib bi hasab qudratihi wa fi hudud ma ya'lam 
And the scholar, he answers, Yujib, he answers based on his ability and within the hudud, the limits of ma ya'lam, of what he knows. فَإِن لَمْ يَعْلَمْ الْمَسَأَلَةِ وَحَلَّهَا فَعَلَيْهِ أَنْ يَتَّقِيَ اللَّهَ لَا يَقُولْ فِيهَا شَيْئًا If he doesn't know anything in the particular matter that he's been asked about, وَحَلَّهَا and he doesn't know how to solve that issue or that, that question or the problem, فَعَلَيْهِ أَنْ يَتَّقِيَ اللَّهِ The Shaykh, he mentions that upon him is to fear Allah. Upon him is to fear Allah, لَا يَقُولْ فِيهَا شَيْئًا he, he, And he shouldn't say anything in that particular matter. He should fear Allah and not say anything. وَعَلَيْهِ أَنْ يُرْشِدَ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِهِ And upon him, upon the scholar who's been asked about something which he doesn't know the answer to, then upon him now is to guide him, to guide the questioner to other than himself. He guides him to someone else from the scholars. فَإِنْ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِغَيْرِهِ وُجُودِ فَيَبْحَثْ حَتَّى يَسِلْ حَتَّى يَسِلْ إِلَى الْحَقِّ And if there isn't found another scholar besides him, then he researches. He researches up until he comes to the truth in that particular matter. Wallahu Azza wa Jal Sayyu'inu. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will aid him. Allah will aid him. Hatta yasila ila al-haq alladhi yanshudu. Allah will aid him up until he reaches the truth in that matter. Alladhi yanshuduhu. Yani alladhi yatlubuhu. Yani he'll, he'll reach the truth with Allah's aid. Yani that, that particular matter in which he's seeking and that which he's, he's searching for. <clears throat> so this is the second way of asking. As we said, this is when a person doesn't verbally put the question forward or write the question. It's his situation which is almost like speaking out and, and, and saying that he, yani he, he needs to be taught. He needs to be told the answer to what his situation is asking. This is when a scholar, he sees an ignorant person, person who has no knowledge, and he's wondering in his ignorance. He's, wondering, he's just in wonder as it relates to his ignorance. He doesn't have knowledge. Either in a matter which is connected to belief, However, he doesn't ask the scholar, but his situation is in the place or station of him asking with the tongue. So even though he's not asking, his situation is of, is of that station, or in the same situation as يعني, him having the need to ask with his, with his tongue. أو لا يحسن تحارته. Or, as the Sheikh mentioned, either he's ignorant concerning some matter in belief, or لا يحسن تحارته. And he's not able to perform his tahara correctly and in the, in, a, in, a, in the perfect manner, in the way it should be performed. His wudu and so on. His purification. أو لا يحسن كيفية صلاته. Or he hasn't perfected how to perform the salah. How to, how to pray. فَبَادِرْ أَنْتَ أَيُّهَا الْعَالِمْ بِالتَّعْلِيمِ And so you hasten, O scholar, or, or one who knows and has knowledge with him, بِالتَّعْلِيمِ You should hasten with teaching that individual. فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ سَأَلَكَ بِلِسَانِ حَالِهِ For indeed he has asked you, but through the lisan, through the tongue of his situation. 
and not through his actual tongue. He's asking, it's almost like he's asking you to teach him, because he's ignorant. So you should, you should um, proceed to um, teaching him. Now, وَمَا قِصَّةُ الْمَسِيءِ قِصَّةُ الْمَسِيءِ صَلَاتِهِ عَنِ الْأَذْهَانِ بِبَعِيدِ Sheikh mentions that the story of the one who, who um, يعني, wasn't able to, or who didn't uh, offer his salah, his prayer, uh, in a good way, but rather he performed it in a, in, in a bad way, that story isn't far from the minds. It's not far from the minds. Meaning, it, 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 that's, it, that story comes to mind. That's what the Sheikh is saying. The story when the, the man, when he was offer, offering his prayer, in, 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 in the presence of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he offered it in a way which was, which was incorrect. And so, uh, the Sheikh is mentioning that this story comes to mind. فَإِنَّهُ دَخَلَ فَإِنَّهُ This man, he entered, وَالنَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ فِي الْمَسْجِدِ and the Prophet was in the masjid. He prayed two units of prayer. He came and he, he gave the salam to the Prophet. And so the Messenger of Allah he said to him, He said, Return and pray again, for indeed you have not prayed. And he said it three times. وَالَّذِي بَعْثَكَ بِالْحَقِّ مَا أُحْسِنْ غَيْرَهُ فَعَلِّمْنِي And so the man he replied and he said by the one and he swore by Allah and he said by the one who sent you with the truth I'm not able to do any better than, than this فَعَلِّمْنِي So teach me So he said to the, to the Prophet teach me فَقَوْلُهُ لَهُ And so the statement of the man to the Messenger of Allah فَعَلِّمْنِي So teach me سُؤَالْ بِلِسَانِ الْمَقَابِ This is him asking now with his tongue. He's asking. He's saying teach me. He's asking the Prophet verbally he's asking teach me. وَذَلِكَ بَعْدَ أَنْ سَمِعَ مِنَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ حُكْمَ صَلَاتِهِ أَلَّتِي صَلَّهَا And this is after he heard um, from the Prophet the ruling of his prayer meaning that he hadn't prayed and that he had to go back and repeat his prayer this is after he heard this from the Prophet um, he, he then asked this question he, he then asked the Prophet to teach him and then the Prophet he taught him how to make the tahara, how to um, perform the wudu, and he um, told him how to offer one raka'ah of the prayer, one unit of the prayer, and then he said, if'al dhalika fi salatika kulliya. Then he said, do, do that in your prayer, all of it. Meaning, just as I taught you this one raka'ah here, then do that in every raka'ah. Now, And so within this hadith, you have the two types of questioning. You have the su'al, we said, it's two, the shaykh mentioned this, are two types. What's, what, are, what are the two types of, of, of questioning? Sual, lisan, al-maqal. And that is the, when a person verbally asks, he himself, he, he initiates the question. When the person initiates the question either, how does he initiate the question? Either by writing or verbally. verbally. Huh? He, he, he asks verbally directly or he writes his question down, he puts it forward to the, to the alim.
تمام؟ That's the first. Then the second سؤال لسان الحال. The second way of asking is when a person he doesn't verbally ask, doesn't write the question down, he doesn't initiate the question, but it's his situation which is kind of like begging out, calling out that an alim comes and and teaches him. So it's almost like he's asking for the question. He's asking to be taught. Now, and so this hadith comprises of both. Why? Because the fact that um, he offered the prayer in an incorrect way, this is which type of sual? Lisan al-hal. When the Prophet saw his situation, he saw that he wasn't praying correctly, then this is sual lisan al-hal. This is his situation asking the question. Asking and saying that he, I need to be taught the, the prayer, how to pray. And then when he said, فَعَلِّمْنِ After being told that you, you didn't pray, this is him now asking with the lisan al-maqal, with him verbally now asking, saying, teach me. Now, and so this is the, uh, the uh, end of that chapter. And concerning this, um, this particular matter that the Shaykh, he ended with, the two ways of asking, Lisan, or su'al, lisan al-hal, the su'al by way of, the question by way of just one's condition, and then the su'al bi lisan al-maqal, the verbal or direct question that, which, which um, uh, emanates from the, the questioner himself. Then there's a saying concerning this, and they say how the lisan al-hal asdaq, أو أبلغ من لسان المقال. This is something connected to when they talk about this topic here. That the لسان الحال, that when a person asks through his situation, that is more truthful or more far-reaching than when he, when if he was to ask verbally, or if he was to directly put the question forward himself. That that is more far-reaching and is more truthful. And so that is why they say. Um, uh, how many from the people, from the non-Muslims, became Muslim due to that which they saw? That due to that which they saw from the Muslims, mm? without even having to ask about Islam. Mm? That which they saw from the Muslims, that's like a, that's lisan al-hal. It's their situation speaking, and that which they see from them. How many from the people became Muslim due to that? And likewise. And, and that is why they say we have, there's a similar proverb in English that actions speak louder than words. This is the meaning of this here. The lisan or the su'al, lisan al-hal, ablaq min su'al, lisan al-maqal. Actions speak louder than words, basically. Um, it was also mentioned concerning the story of Yusuf, as we know with Yusuf the Prophet, uh, Joseph, Yusuf, when the wife of the Aziz tried to seduce him, um, that when Yusuf when he attempted to flee from her and escape, they uh, that they when when he went to the door, then his 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 master. Was that meaning the, the 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 husband of the, the 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 wife, who was trying to seduce Yusuf alayhi salam. Um, and then Yusuf alayhi salam, what did he respond with? 
What did he say when, 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 the, when the master he, um, he found? Yani what he found? He said that she tried to seduce me. She tried to seduce me. Uh, and a witness from her, her family came forward. What did he say? In kana qamisuhu quddamin qubl fasadaqat wa huwa min al-kadhibin. Tamam? The witness then said he came to, to solve the dispute because Yusuf is saying she tried to seduce me. She, she, she said no he seduced me. And so then this witness came forward and he said In kana qamisuhu quddamin qubl fasadaqat wa huwa min al-kadhibin. If his shirt is torn from the front, then she spoke the truth, and he is from the liars. Why? Because if, if, if it was Yusuf who was trying to seduce her, then she would, in her attempt to try to uh, prevent him, yani, and, and putting put up a fight, she would have torn his shirt from the front. So then she would be truthful, and he would be from the liars. وَإِنْ كَانَ قَمِيسَهُ but then he said, however, if his shirt is torn from the back, then she has lied. Then she has lied and he is from the truth. And then what happened after? But then when they saw that his shirt was torn from the back, he said, who said? Husband. The husband, the Aziz. He said, "Qal innu min kaidikun." Indeed, it is from your 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 your, your, um, your plots. It is from your plots, the plot of plots of the women. Inna kaidakunna azim. For those who do in Arabic, inna inna kaida. Kaid is ism of inna here, so it's mansub. Inna kayda kunna azimun. Khabar, that's why it's marfu. Inna kayda kunna azimun. Indeed, your plot is, is tremendous. Here, this is, this is the lisan uh, of hal speaking. And it's more far-reaching. This is why in this situation, when both of their lisan, al-maqal, had now were contradictory to one another. Yusuf is saying, Yusuf is saying, she tried to seduce me. She said, no, he tried to seduce me. Their statements are both the same. And so here, the lisan al-hal is ablaq. Yani the situation itself is more far-reaching and, 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 a, and a greater proof. And if we look at the shirt, was the shirt torn from the front or the back? If it was from the front, then he tried to seduce her. And if it was from the back, then she tried to seduce him and he was, in it, and he was trying to flee from her and escape. And this is what they found. And so here, the scholars, they mention this also. Now, that's just a, a benefit we can take also from what the Sheikh mentioned um, at the end of this chapter. We move on to the next chapter. Babul Ain. Qabla al wal Amal. The chapter that knowledge precedes and comes before speech and action. So this is Al-Bukhari with this chapter heading. Knowledge precedes speech and action. لِقَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى 
So Al-Bukhari, he's saying, due to, the reason why he's brought this chapter heading and how he's proving what he's saying within this chapter heading, he's saying, it is, it is due to the saying of Allah the Most High, فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ No, so this is a command to the Rasul but as we mentioned before, that whatever Allah commands the Rasul with, its origin is that it's a khitab also, it's an address to the whole of the Ummah, unless there's an evidence to say that this is just specific to the Prophet so of course this is addressed to the whole of the Ummah. Fa'alam, know, first, have knowledge that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except for Allah. Naam. Wastaqfir li because it's completion of the ayah, walil mu'mineen wal mu'minat. Know, have knowledge first, that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, then seek forgiveness for your sin. Fabada bil So Bukhari is saying that Allah began with ilm, he began with knowledge. Have knowledge first before you seek forgiveness. Before you act, before you speak, you, you speak. Now, وَأَنَّ الْعَلَمَاءَ هُمْ وَرَثَةُ الْأَنْبِيَاءَ And that the scholars, they are the inheritors of the prophets. They are those who inherit from the prophets. وَرَثُ الْعِلْمَاءَ They leave behind as inheritance knowledge. The scholars, sorry, the, 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 the prophets. The prophets, they leave behind knowledge. Warrathu, this is muta'addi. And so if we read this warrathu, for those who do in Arabic, if we read warrathu with the shadda, uh, or the tashdeed of the ra, this is the prophets. The prophets leave behind knowledge for inheritance. And if we read it without the tashdeed of the ra, warrathu al-ilma, now it will go back to the scholars. That the scholars, they, they inherit the, the, the knowledge. But here, warrathu, meaning the, the prophets, they leave behind as inheritance, Knowledge. They don't leave behind dirham uh, and dinar, as we know in the completion of the hadith. They don't leave behind wealth. Whatever they, they do leave, that is sadaqah, is to be given as, as charity. Man Whoever takes from this knowledge, then he takes an abundant portion. He takes an abundant portion. As we know, there are various portions of inheritance. Those who inherit, not everyone gets the same, same portion. We don't say that when so, so and so passes, passes away, the deceased. That, all is fact that everyone who has a right to the inheritance, they all get an equal portion. No, there are various portions. Some are more abundant and, and greater than others. Here, um, Al-Bukhari is referring to the completion of the hadith. Man akhadahu Because the Prophet he mentioned that within that same hadith. That the scholars, they inherit from the, from the Prophets, and the Prophets, they, they leave behind knowledge as inheritance. And whoever takes from that knowledge, then he takes an abundant portion. And whoever treads upon a path in, in which he seeks knowledge, then Allah makes easy for him a path to paradise. Allah mentioned that indeed only, indeed, though those, or indeed, only those who fear Allah are the, from, from, from his servants are, those, are, the, are the scholars. Indeed, only those who fear Allah or those who fear Allah from his servants are the scholars. وقال, and he said, likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, that's in um, the Quran, and likewise the, the the following verse, وَمَا يَعْقِلُهَا إِلَّا الْعَالِمُونَ 
that none understands him. The Dhamir here, the Ha, goes back to the Amthal because the completion of the, or the beginning of the verse, وَتِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ لَا يَعْقِلُهَا وَمَا يَعْقِلُهَا إِلَّا الْعَالِمُونَ Those are the parables that we put forward for the people and we strike for the people. وَمَا يَعْقِلُهَا and, and none understand them إِلَّا الْعَالِمُونَ Except for those who have knowledge. Except those who have knowledge. وَقَالُوا and, and they said, and this is from Surah Al-Mulk, وَقَالُوا لَوْ كُنَّا نَسْمَعُ أَوْ نَعْقِلُ مَا كُنَّا فِي أَصْحَابِ السَّعِيدِ And they said, the, and they will say, on the day of resurrection, when he said to them, أَلَمْ يَتِكُمْ نَذِيرٍ Did not a warner come to you? They will say, لَوْ كُنَّا نَسْمَعُ Had we listened, أَوْ نَعْقِلْ Or, يعني, understood. Understood and, يعني, and, and learnt and understood. مَا كُنَّا فِي أَسْحَابِ السَّعِيدِ Then we would not be from the people of the fire. Now, وَقَالْ And likewise Allah he said, قُلْ هَلْ يَسْتَوِي الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Say, are they equal? Those who know and those who do not know. وَقَالْ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ يُرِدِ اللَّهُ بِهِ خَيْرًا يُفَقِّحُ فِي الدِّينِ وَإِنَّمَا الْعِلْمُ بِالتَّعَلُّمْ And the Prophet he said, so here Al-Bukhari, he doesn't bring this hadith with this isnad, it's not musnadan here. It's not with its chain, he's going to bring it within this kitab, kitab al-Ilm, he's going to bring it later with its full chain. But as we know, it's the hadith of Muawiyah, the hadith of Muawiyah radiallahu anhu. Um, however, we have an additional wording here uh, immediately after, وَإِنَّمَا الْعِلْمُ بِالتَّعَلُّمْ Bukhari doesn't narrate it with this. However, he's brought it here without the chain because he, he, see, he holds it to be uh, authentic, this particular wording with this particular chain that it's come with. He holds it to be... Um, yeah, and he, uh, he hasn't come with the condition that he placed on himself, with the condition that he placed on himself to uh, yeah, place this, this hadith within his sahih. But he holds it to be authentic through the, the various other chains. And due to its origin, the foundation of it being uh, authentic, and as we said, the hadith of Mu'awiyah. And he himself, he brings later on. Um, that whoever Allah wants good for, he gives him understanding of the religion. Indeed, knowledge is only acquired through learning. And so this is um, the additional wording here, which At-Tabarani, and Ibn Abi Asim, he, he, they bring, um, and Ibn Hajr, he mentioned that it is, the isnad is, is good. It's a good chain. It's a good chain of narration. And likewise, Shaykh Al-Bani in Sahih Targhib Al-Tarheeb, likewise, Shaykh Al-Bani, Rahimahullah, he said the isnad, the chain of narration of this hadith with this wording, that additional wording, is good. It's Hassan. Isnadun Hassan. Now, وَقَالَ أَبُوْ ذَرَ And Abu Dhar. The Sahabi, Al-Jaleel, he said, لَوْ وَضَعْتُمْ الصَّمْصَامَةِ لَوْ وَضَعْتُمْ الصَّمْصَامَةِ عَلَى هَذِي وَأَشَارَ إِلَى قَفَى Abu Dhar, he said that if you placed الصَّمْصَامَةِ الصَّمْصَامَةِ يعني السيف الصارم If you placed a sharp sword على هَذِي on this وَأَشَارَ And he pointed and he pointed towards his his kafa, and his neck, back of his head, back of his neck. He said, he basically said, if you point, if you, if you if you place 
a sharp sword on my neck, back of my neck. ثم ظننت أني أنفذ كلمة سمعتها من النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قبل أن تجيز عليه لأنفذتها. If you place a sharp sword on my neck, and then I think about, or I think before the sword, يعني strikes, that I think that I can, يعني that I can convey. Kalimatan, a sentence or something that I heard from the Prophet before you strike me and kill me, then I would do so. Meaning the importance of conveying the knowledge. He's, he's trying to express the, the importance of conveying the knowledge, even in these situations. If there was something that I heard from the Prophet, I was, I was, even in this situation, if it came to mind something which I heard, then I would convey it. Now, Waqal ibn Abbasin, radiallahu anhu, or radiallahu anhuma, uh, he said, the Sahabi again, the, the companion, he said, concerning the saying of Allah, وَلَكِنْ كُونُوا رَبَّانِيِّينَ Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in, in the Quran, Surah Al-Imran, uh, Ibn Abbas, he said, concerning this meaning of it, the meaning of رَبَّانِيِّينَ here, uh, is حُكَمَا, wise, be wise, and فُقَهَا, meaning men who were learned and wise. A man of understanding. Where Allah says, and be, be Rabbani, be yani, religious scholars who teach and nurture. He went on to explain this, Abdullah ibn Abbas, and he said, but the meaning of it is, be men who are learned and wise. Now, Then Al-Bukhari says that it is mentioned that the Rabbani, he's now explaining and uh, expanding further now, Concerning the meaning of Rabbani, he said that uh, what he said about the Rabbani is he is the one who Rabbi Nas, he nurtures the people, he nurtures them. He nurtures them with the, by, by teaching them the simple subjects, before the more complex and difficult subjects of knowledge. This is the Rabbani, the scholar, learned scholar who teaches in this in this way now and so this is the uh, chapter and we've heard um, everything that al-bukhari he brings within this chapter heading um, and we're going to now go into the explanation of sheikh zaid uh, but before we do that uh, what is the um, the yani, the relationship between this chapter and the chapter before Chapter before was Bab Rubba Qalun Nabi Sallallahu Rubba Muballagh Aw Amin Sami Remember that was the chapter that we just finished uh, That it is possible that the one who has knowledge conveyed to him Has more comprehension and understands better than the one who actually heard it in the first place Meaning he, he understands it better than the one who, who conveyed it to him Naam, that was the chapter before What's the connection between that chapter and this chapter? What's the, why did Bukhari bring this chapter now? This chapter here, which is Knowledge, Precedes, Speech and Action. Anyone have any idea? So the Munasaba Ikhwan is that the previous chapter covered the hal of the Muballaq and the Sami. The previous chapter covered the situation of the, the one who has knowledge conveyed to him. 
and the one who heard it in the first place and the one who conveys it. Naam? And so that was, that was the subject of the previous chapter. The one who conveys and the one who has it conveyed to him. And both of them, they are not able uh, uh, to learn and they're not able to teach, not able to learn, not to teach except through Elm. This is what Abu Khali is trying to bring across here. That knowledge precedes speech and action. Before you can uh, yani, uh, act, and before you can learn, before, before, you can, before you can teach, knowledge precedes all of that. You can't do any of that except through, through knowledge. And so this is the relevance behind Al-Bukhari bringing this chapter here. Uh, Sheikh Zayd, he says, That the chapter heading is uh, that knowledge precedes speech and action. He said the reason for this chapter heading is that action. It's not possible for action to be known. And it's sahib, it's owner or possessor, the possessor of knowledge. He's not able to perfect that knowledge except after acquiring knowledge. Except after learning and acquiring, acquiring knowledge. Now, and, ex, uh, and after acquiring that knowledge in how to, 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 to um, carry out that knowledge, to act upon that knowledge and then also to convey that knowledge. imamun lil'amal. And so knowledge is an imam and a leader for actions. And it proceeds. And it leads one's actions. فَمَنْ اجْتَمَعَ لَدَيْهِ الْعِلْمُ وَالْعَمَلُ مَعَ الْإِخْلَاصِ فَهُوَ مَعَ الْمُنْعَمِ عَلَيْهِمْ الَّذِينَ ذَكَرَهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي قَوْلِهِ الْحَقِّ وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ فَأُولَائِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّحَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَائِكَ رَفِيقًا an action along with sincerity then he is with those who have been favored those who have been favored those who Allah mentioned concerning them in his true statement that whoever obeys Allah and the messenger then they are with those who Allah has favored from the prophets the Siddiqeen, the truthful, the Shuhada, the martyrs, and the righteous, the Salihin. And yani, how uh, great are those as companions? Yani, to have as companions in paradise. Now, he mentions and he now says that. Whoever has knowledge but he doesn't act, then he has, uh, he has treaded the path of those who uh, have Allah's anger upon them. Those who have incurred the anger of Allah upon themselves and they are the Jews. And whoever worships Allah upon ignorance, then he has taken the path of the misguided ones, those who are misguided, and they are the Christians. 
Because they worship Allah without knowledge. وَإِذَا كَانَ الْأَمْرُ كَذَلِكَ فَلَا وَإِذَا No, if, it's وَإِذَا وَإِذَا كَانَ الْأَمْرُ كَذَلِكَ فَلَا بُدَّ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ قَبْلَ الْعَمَلِ And if this, if the, if, 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 وَإِذَا كَانَ الْأَمْرُ كَذَلِكَ Meaning, if this is the case, then it is necessary to have knowledge before action. لِذَا أَمَرَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ أَشْرَفَ خَلْقِهِ الْمُوحَى إِلَيْهِ فَعَلَمْ Therefore, that is why Allah commanded the most noble of His creation, Al Muha, Al one who was inspired by revelation, meaning the Prophet Muhammad Allah commanded him, No one have knowledge that none has a right to be worshipped except for Allah. So he began. Allah began with. Knowledge before speech and action. ففي هذه النصوص من الكتاب والسنة دليل صريح على أهمية العلم وأنه من الفرائض المفروضة على كل مكلف من عالم الإنس من عالم الإنس والجن. And in these texts, these texts that we, we've we've heard, we've read from that Abu Khari has brought under this chapter heading, in these texts is a clear proof, دليل صريح. A clear proof uh, of the importance of knowledge and how it is from the obligations that have been obligated upon every mukallaf, upon every adult Muslim from the world of the, of, of, of the humans and the jinn. كما ثبت عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه قال just as it is established upon the Prophet ﷺ, that he said, طلب العلم فريضة على كل مسلم Seeking knowledge is obligatory upon every Muslim. فالمراد به العلم الواجب الذي هو فرض عين لا يسقط عن أي مكلف من ذكر أو أنثى. So the intent behind knowledge in this hadith, that we just heard, Prophet he said, the Prophet he said, that seeking knowledge is obligatory upon every Muslim. The intent behind knowledge here is uh, that knowledge which is obligatory upon every individual and which doesn't fall from anyone, the obligation doesn't fall from anyone, from the males and females, those who are mukallaf, have reached that age of, of being يعني, responsible now and responsible for their actions and account, held accountable. Now, وفيها بيان فضل فضل نعم وفيها بيان فضل فضل العلماء. and within these texts also is an explanation of the virtue of the scholars and those who have knowledge. كل بحسب ما عنده من العلم. every one of them every one of those who possesses possess knowledge have a virtue. every one of them depending or his virtue will vary depending on how much he has with him by way of knowledge. ويكفي العلماء شرفا وفضلا أنهم ورثت ورثت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من هذه الأمة. And it is sufficient as a as a as nobility and virtue for the scholars that they are inheritors of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم from this أمة. ورثوا عنه العلم من كتاب الله وسنة نبيه صلى الله عليه وسلم وهم يعتبرون صفة الخلق في مجتمعاتهم لكونهم 
Ahlul Ta'lim. So they are those who uh, inherited that knowledge from the from the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of His Prophet. And they are considered as being Safwatul Khalq, as being the, the best of the creation. Fi Mujtama'atihim in their uh, communities due to them being people of knowledge, people of people of action and people of teaching. Now Wafiha Targib Listimarari Fitpalab Bidun Haddin Walanihaya. And likewise within these texts is an encouragement to continue and to persist and continue in seeking knowledge Bidun Had without limits. Without there being any limit. Without no end. As long as the soul is within the body. I mean, as long as the person is still alive, then he should continue seeking knowledge. Because Every time you increase in your portion of knowledge which you inherit, that inheritance that the Prophet left behind, the more you take from that, then your reward becomes greater. And the good that you take from it also increases. And your station and level is raised uh, with Allah. And so whoever takes knowledge, then he takes that abundant portion, as we mentioned before, يعني, as it relates to inheritance, uh, he takes an abundant portion, يعني, meaning that his portion becomes now from the greatest of portions, the uh, more abundant uh, uh, portions. وَلَمْ Sheikh he mentions how the Prophet did not turn to meaning he didn't turn to anything from those worldly portions. Whether that is the gathering of, of, of wealth or station or mansib yani one's position wala or yani gathering of, of children and so on um, or anything other than that wama dhalika illa lihaqarati lihaqarati mata'id dunya indallahi azza wa jal wa li sharafi al-ilmi wal-ulama and there is no other reason for that except uh, due to the worthlessness, the haqara, the worthlessness of the possessions of this world, the mata'id dunya, with Allah, azza wa jal. And also due to the sharaf and the nobility of knowledge and the people of knowledge, the scholars. Rafa'allahu qadra al-ilm wa ahlahu alladheena ta'allamu al-ilma ibtagha'a wajhillah. Allah, Allah has raised the station of knowledge and its people uh, 
those who learn knowledge purely for his sake, yani seeking the pleasure of Allah. وَنَشَرُوهُ فِي عِبَادِ اللَّهِ وَعَلِمُوا فِيهِ أَفْوَانَ وَعَمِلُوا فِيهِ عَلَى مُرَادِ اللَّهِ وَنَهْجِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ So those who learn this knowledge purely for the sake of Allah, and then they spread that knowledge amongst the servants of Allah, and they act in accordance to it, they act upon that knowledge, in the way that Allah intended that knowledge be acted upon, and in the way that Allah... Uh, intended that knowledge be understood and acted upon, and likewise uh, in the in the way, the the nahj of the Rasulullah in his tariq and his way, and they act upon that knowledge uh, based uh, upon the way of the Prophet And in these texts is a tremendous, yani. Uh, uh, Bashara, yani giving of uh, good news and glad tidings for the Talibi al-ilm. The Talibi al-ilm. The, yani, this is jam. Jam. Mudakkar salim min mudaf to al-ilm. And so the noon is dropped, ikhwan. The noon is, the asl is Talibun. Because Talib can be made plural on Tullab. Talaba, also. Tullabun. Talabatun. And also, Talibun and the Jammu the Salim. So here Talibun al Ilm, but because it is it is preceded by the Lam, Harful Jar, it becomes a Majrur, Li Talibin. And then it is made Mudaf to Al Ilm, so then the noon is dropped. Li Talibi Al Ilm. So in this text there is a, a giving of glad tidings to the students of knowledge. And from the hadith, the Shaykh is quoting the hadith, that whoever treads a path in which he seeks knowledge, then Allah uh, makes easy for him, by way of him seeking knowledge and by way of him treading upon this path, Allah makes easy for him a path to paradise. And every aqil, every sane person, every person of intellect, he desires that path which leads to the pleasure of Allah, the good pleasure of Allah, and uh, leads to his paradise. Now, al المحروم هو من أعرض عن العلم والعمل به وآثر الدنيا على آخرته. The mubtala, ikhwan, the one who's, who's, who's afflicted. The one who is afflicted and the one who is deprived, mahroom, is uh, the one who... A'rab turns away from knowledge, turns away from action, acting upon knowledge. Wa'athar, and he prefers his dunya, his the life of this world. He prefers he prefers the life of this world over his hereafter. So he prefers his life on this earth over the life of the hereafter. Wa'liyya and let the one who desires knowledge, let him know that the ways of acquiring knowledge are muta'addida. They are many, multiple ways. There are multiple, multiple ways of acquiring knowledge. And its means, mediums, are of various types. And they are not restricted to just the circles of knowledge. 
ولكن أساس العلم التلقي وصنع حلقات العلم والاجتماع على الشيخ العلم بحسب قدراتهم However, the origin, the foundation of knowledge is it is by التلقي تلقي is to receive to, to uh, physically receive that knowledge meaning face to face with a scholar and that is the origin and to form and establish the circle of the knowledge and to gather with the scholars the scholars of knowledge the scholars who establish those circles based on their, on their ability and so um, at this point um, uh, we make mention of a nice benefit that Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen he mentioned Sheikh Muhammad Ibn Salih Al Thaymeen Rahimahullah when uh, explaining this uh, chapter and we'll end with this as we have just a few minutes left before Salah um, and it ties in nicely with what Sheikh Zaid Rahimahullah mentioned here how he said that the turuq and the ways of acquiring knowledge are muta'addida they are many types in many ways various means and ways mediums of, of acquiring knowledge uh, Sheikh Ibn Thameen he mentioned that the turuq al-ilm likewise muta'addida the ways of acquiring knowledge are, are, are of various types but he summarized them into three and he said um, yani, that knowledge can be acquired through a sheikh through a teacher and a scholar and this is the ahsan and aqrab al-turuq bil-tanawul this is the best and this is the uh, yani the closest of ways which bring you to yani acquiring that knowledge in the best of ways and the true knowledge and the correct knowledge with a, with a, with a good understanding and like us with taqeed taqeed meaning um, yani when a person learns and acquires his knowledge through this way then it is better for taqeed meaning establishing those qawaid and establishing those principles and those rules and those foundations with him it is better now and the sheikh, as we know, when a, when a person studies with a sheikh, a scholar, a, a scholar who is learning, then this scholar, he, he gathers the various, from the various types of knowledge. Naam. Um, and so he's able to, to solve those difficulties that you may face in learning. And those difficult matters that you find difficult to understand, those matters which you find difficult to understand or comprehend, he's able to make them easy for you. He teaches you and he explains to you. And likewise, those masail where there's khilaf, those matters where there's differences of opinion, various positions, various evidences and so on, he's able to bring all that to you. He's able to bring all that to you. وَإِلَّا uh, يعني if, if, you, if, if there is no scholar, if a person is, isn't able to, to acquire knowledge through a scholar, then that leads to him having to, to uh, depend on the books, which is the second way which is the second way of acquiring knowledge and that a person he acquires knowledge through um, looking into books now um, however as we mentioned the first way without a doubt is much better because the student when he and the, and the seeker of knowledge when he goes to the books that requires as the Sheikh mentioned al-mu'anat and al-musabara it requires effort and it requires being patient it requires effort and requires being patient. Whereas when you go to a scholar, within the space of a few minutes, he's able to deal with your, your question. And he brings so many different angles, he brings evidences and so on. 
He brings the various different opinions. He removes any difficulties in your understanding within the space of minutes. He has it all there with him. Whereas, if you didn't have a scholar, or if you, if you were to rely on books, then for you, trying to acquire all that knowledge that he could give you in the space of a few minutes would require so much effort and so much time. And also, as he's mentioned, and the Sheikh, he mentioned this also in, in the explanation of this uh, hadith, uh, in his explanation of the same kitab, Kitab al-Iman, Sahih al-Bukhari, um, the well-known saying that man kana shaykhuhu aw daliluhu kitabu kana khata'uhu akthar min sawabih. That whoever, uh, his, whoever who, yani, whichever person, his scholar or his lead is his book, his mistakes are more than yani, the times that he's correct. He makes more mistakes because he's, he depends on his book and he doesn't have a scholar who is able to explain those books to him and uh, to explain that knowledge to him. Now, but this, this, this does not mean though that he, can, he cannot be correct. Yeah, and he, the knowledge that he learns through the books doesn't mean that it's all wrong. He mentioned that he can, he can take knowledge from the books and he understands it in a correct way and he, he takes benefit and he, he learns. But his mistakes are more. His mistakes are more. That is why the first manner of seeking knowledge is, is better. Now, uh, but as you said, that the dururat tubih al-mahdurat this is a principle of fiqh in the Islamic religion. That the dururat, the necessities, those things which are necessary, they make permissible and halal the mahdurat, those things which would otherwise be forbidden or yani, disliked and so on. So it's disliked to go to that, that a person he learns his religion through books. The origin, as we said, is sitting with the scholars, to go to the scholars who know the Book of Allah. They've understood the Book of Allah, maybe memorized the whole of the Book of Allah, understood the Qur'an, understood the very sciences connected to the Qur'an, understood the tafsir of the Qur'an, understood the sunnah likewise, and the various statements of the scholars and the explanations of the scholars of, of those two sources, the Qur'an and the sunnah. Hmm? That is the origin. And the origin isn't that we go to the books, but in the, in the, situ in the, in the situation of there being no scholars present, and a person having no access to the scholars, then this situation allows the durora now, that, that necessity, that situation that he's in, makes permissible and allowed for him that he goes to the box. As we said, and he, it doesn't mean that he, he, he uh, can't take any benefit or that he won't learn anything from the books. Yes, he's able to learn, take benefit. But yeah, and there are also at the same time many mistakes that he can make in his understanding and so on. Now, the third way the Sheikh he mentioned is is al-amal bil mashhur is to act upon that which is just well known and this is the tariq tariq al-ami this is the, the way of the general layman this is how he learns the general layman the one who, is, who doesn't learn his religion either by going to a scholar and sitting with a scholar and learning from him or through the books he doesn't do any of those he learns solely through that which he sees the people do that which is well known amongst the people. So the Shaykh, he gave an example of, the, of, of a layman, if you were to ask him, كم عدد salawat fil yom? If you were to ask him how, how many prayers in the day? How many prayers in the day? He will say five. And if you were to say to him, what's your proof? ما دليلك, what's your proof? He will say, 
the people do it. This is what we see the people do. And he doesn't have a proof. He, he's not one who's learned. He doesn't sit with the scholars. He doesn't learn from the books. But he just goes with that which is well known with the people. So that's another way of learning. But of course, yeah, there are many mistakes that, 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 that come about from that way of learning. If a person depends on that form of learning. Yes, just like with the book. There is knowledge that you can take and it's correct and any benefit you can take from the books, but you're not free from mistakes. You're not free from mistakes. That's more, the case, that's more so with the general layman who just goes with what he sees because uh, the one who learns his religion via just seeing the people, if he happens to live in a time where ignorance is, 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 is uh, widespread, and ignorance has, has overtaken knowledge, sound knowledge. The people act upon innovations and cultural practices that which has no yeah, any basis in the Sharia. And if he takes that as his way of learning, and he simply just looks to what the people are doing, that the majority of his community are doing such and such, celebrating the Prophet's birthday, for example. Hmm? Yeah, and this is this is this is something which would and it goes without saying it leads to many errors, it leads to many errors, uh, and it is not uh, yeah. And even though the Sheikh has mentioned it as a way of learning, and this is how people learn, doesn't mean he's praising it. Doesn't mean that he's praising it, but rather, yeah. And this the Sheikh is just simply mentioning how people learn, but the best and the uh, origin, the best way of learning, the origin is sitting with the scholars, taken from. Uh, those who have inherited from the prophets hada wa muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in and so we'll continue uh, with the rest of the explanation in the next uh, dars and also other ex other benefits that sheikh ibn thaymin rahimahullah he, he brought uh, we'll cover them also next week bi'ithni ta'ala